Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Next Move podcast. I am Armand Kendri, and today is a little bit of a different episode, dude. Usually we do interviews with some of the biggest overachievers in India, but today you're going to be having a little bit of an intimate chat with myself. And I'm going to be addressing some of the topics that are most asked on my Instagram page, as well as just some of the topics that I love to talk about. So as you would have seen in the title, we're going to be talking about daily routines, productivity, original thinking, sleep, and just having a long-term outlook to things. So make sure you sit back, relax. I hope you're having a nice morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Grab a cup of coffee and let's get into it. Now, the first topic that I really wanted to cover because I feel is the most important thing for all of us to think about in such a digital age where we're consumed with content all of the time is that, dude, you need to think for yourself. And one of the habits and thoughts and, and really secrets of overachievers that I've learned from doing all of these interviews is that all of them think for themselves. And I know you might be wondering, like, that's obviously I think, I think all the time, um, you know, it's, it's, I do it all the time. What are you talking about, Arman? But, but what, I'm th- what I'm saying is a little bit different, right? A lot of our thought tends to get influenced by influencers. So a lot of us watch a lot of content, whether it be YouTube or listening to a podcast or reading a book, we're always consuming something. And without realizing it, our thoughts and actions are being influenced by an external source. We're replacing that for our original thought and doing what somebody else would do in our situation. And what I've seen with people who really excel is they know what works for them and they repeat what works for them, even if it sounds strange, even if it's really weird for different people, even if some people would find it counterproductive, they do it because it's what brings them energy. And if it brings them energy, they will just be more productive in the day. It's as simple as that. So a lot of us think that we have to follow routines like wake up at five in the morning, bullshit. A lot of us think we have to meditate for an hour. Yeah, there's benefits to it, but if it doesn't bring you energy, don't focus on it. A lot of us think we have to do all these kind of different things, but it's not about what anybody else says, right? It's about truly understanding what works for you. So for example, with me, working out is a very, very important thing for me to bring energy to my day. And I'm not going to have as good a day if I don't work out. But that can be completely different for you. It might be reading. Maybe reading is what gives you the energy and motivates you to start your day. Maybe going for a walk, maybe playing a video game, maybe watching a comedy show brings you energy. Maybe doing the dishes and cleaning up your house. It's find those things that really work for you. But in order to do that, you really need to understand what makes you tick. And if you're constantly consuming content, you're not giving yourself enough time to think for yourself. 
And it's, it's, it is just a boring process like that. You have to sit and just think, what brings me energy? Or you have to, in the moment while you're doing things, take a second to observe. When you're reading a book, observe, how do I feel right now? Is this bringing me energy? Is this giving me a positive vibe that I can carry on for the rest of my day? Whatever it is, just truly understand what works for you and do more of that. Do more of what brings you energy into your day. And trust me, it's going to have such a profound impact on your productivity. Don't worry about what anybody says, you know, whatever productivity guru tells you, this is what you have to do to be productive. That's bullshit. They are not you. They are in a separate situation. You need to do what works best for you. And I'll give you two examples here from the podcast that you can really say, you know, it's not just Armand saying it because Armand hasn't done anything big, right? I haven't done anything huge. But here are two people who are doing incredible things that you can just take a little tidbit from their routine and kind of imply it into your life. So Miss Malini, Miss Malini Agarwal. Most of you will know her. If you don't, she's a famous Bollywood reporter. She's the founder of the Miss Malini blog. She started several digital agencies. She's also an influencer. Guess what time Malini Agarwal wakes up? You know, if you're thinking about a regular overachiever, you're probably thinking 5 a.m. every single morning and she's at it. She wakes up at 10 a.m. Most people looking at someone who will wake up at 10 a.m. will say lazy. Bullshit. She needs to make sure that she gets her eight to nine hours of sleep. And after that, she is able to focus on work and her productivity per hour is 10 times more. So her waking up at 10, starting work at 11 works for her. But every single book or productivity guru will tell you that's, that doesn't work. Well, then how is she one of the biggest and biggest influencers in India? How is that possible? And the second example is Manish Tyagi. He's one of the biggest comedians in India. And he said something that really surprised me and really got me thinking about this whole way that we're constantly consuming content. Manish Tyagi said, I don't watch any comedy. I don't watch any other comedian. I don't study anybody else because that will corrupt my thought process. He says that if he watches other people, he will subconsciously try to take their humor and plug it into his. But if he does that, he's no longer original. He's no longer Manish Tyagi. He's Manish Tyagi slash one, two, three other people. And that's so counterintuitive to the way that a lot of us think about consuming content. It's, it's always like we're learning, we're learning, we're learning. But actually, no, you're, you're not. You know, there's a point of diminishing returns where your personality just becomes somebody else's personality because you're constantly consuming somebody else. And I know I'm a victim of this. I'm someone who listens to someone called Tim Ferriss all the time. And I know that so much of what I do is influenced by what Tim Ferriss says. But if I constantly pursue that path, I am no longer fully myself. I'm kind of outsourcing my thinking to what would this person do in this situation that I'm in? So think about what are the counterproductive habits 
that other people say like, oh, you have to do this. You have to wake up at 5 a.m. You have to read all the time. You have to listen to podcasts all the time. Think about those counterproductive habits that work for you. Waking up late, reading for an extended period of time, eating really well in the morning, whatever it is that works well for you, playing a video game. Do that and if it brings you energy, understand that that will work better for you and you are not everybody else. So that's really my whole spiel on original thinking and original thought and thinking for yourself. If you have any questions, if you have any comments there, please make sure to hit me up on Instagram because I would love to chat about this and learn more of your thoughts. Now, the second thing that I really wanted to address, which kind of goes off of our first point, is sleep, dude. Why do we live in a culture still where sleep is kind of viewed as lazy? I mean, do we realize that we spend a third of our lives asleep? Clearly, it's an important function. And I think a lot of us, and, and trust me, I've been victim to this. I used to go to bed at 12 and wake up to four, at 4 in the morning because I thought that's what would bring me the most productivity. That's what would bring me just the most hustle, as a lot of people say. But again, that's bullshit. Because while I was sleeping at 12 and waking up at 4 and thinking I'm doing so well, I wasn't doing anything. I look back at that time period of my life and I think I achieved nothing. Because every day I'd be up at 4, I'd be at the gym, but my workout was a little bit worse. And progressively it constantly got worse as the weeks gone by because I just wasn't recovering. I did work, but I didn't achieve as much per hour because I constantly was getting distracted. Because your focus, <laughs> I, I don't know the science behind here, but your focus is very well determined by how well you slept the night before. If I sleep for nine hours, I can focus for two hours without you know, even thinking about it. But if I slept for four hours, I can barely focus for 15 minutes without getting distracted. Your productivity is massively, massively hampered if you are not sleeping well, because it affects everything. If you work out, you're, you're not recovering as well. Hence, you are not improving. You're actually making yourself worse because your joints and all of this stuff aren't recovering. So every day you work out, it's damaging your body because you're not letting your body recover and you're getting back. Exercise is literally damaging your body. But the reason why it works is because you sleep and recover. And because of that damage, your body learns to grow and be able to handle that kind of resistance. And the same works in every aspect of your life. When you are working nonstop, you are damaging yourself. You're sitting for eight hours. You're putting so much focus and stress and energy into your work. If you do not recover, it's gonna impact your next day. And think about that on a year long scale. If you do not let your body recover, it's not going to come back the next day and the day after that and the day after that and the day after that. You know, you see with a lot of these entrepreneurs who say, I sleep four hours, I sleep five hours. They get burned out very often. They, and you know, if you're Elon Musk, who's, you know, doing one of the biggest things on the planet. Yeah, I get it for him. But most of us are not Elon Musk. And Elon Musk has also gone crazy. <laughs> Like he is the smartest human being on the planet potentially, but he's also gone crazy. 
Like he, he is not a regular human being at all. And a lot of that is because he doesn't sleep. And he is also put on a ton of weight. He looks very unhealthy. If you are in this for the long haul, with whatever you want to do, if you want to be 80 and still feel good, you have to sleep and let your body complete its most important function. So again, you might be that one person out there that can sleep four hours a night and be fine. But the percentage of people who actually are able to do that is like 0.00001. So assume you're not that person and constantly test over weeks how many hours is optimal for you to be at your best during the day. So I've tested all, literally all segments of this. I've tested four hours, like I told you, awful. Five hours, awful. Six hours, mm, seven hours, still not good enough. Eight hours, pretty good, I feel good, but nine hours is my sweet spot. Last night, I slept for nine hours. I slept at one in the morning, which is a little late for me, and I woke up at 10. I don't feel bad. Right now, I feel really good talking to you. I feel high energy. And this podcast is better. Hopefully, you're enjoying it. But this podcast is better because I took that extra hour to sleep. Everything you do will be better if you find that optimal hours of sleep for you. It's going to be different for all of us. Find it for you and stick to it and make that a priority. Over everything, over every single thing. Because sleep is what comes, what allows you to do everything that you want to do in the day. Sleep is what gives you the energy to do things for the long run. Not one year, not two years, but you're going to be doing this for 10 years, 20 years. A lot of the listeners are like between 18 and 30. You have such a long career ahead of you. Make sure that you're there consistently every single day. If you're someone who burns out, you will work super hard for two weeks and then you will need a break of like four or five days versus someone who's sleeping every single day well. We can do this for like two to three years, for four years, for five years without needing a break. You know, Harshil Kariya, the founder of Shebang, came on my show. He said, I'm building a life that I don't need a holiday from. I, I resonate with that. But one of the ways you get to that point is by having proper rest. So I don't want to harp on this too much, but I just truly employ you again. Don't listen to what other people say you should do. Find out what really, really works for you. Test this out and then go off of that. And don't listen to anybody if they say you're sleeping 10 hours a day, you're lazy. They're wrong. Understand yourself and go from there. Wow, there was a lot on sleep, but I feel it's super important, dude. And we're going to move on from that because we've been talking about it for a bit to long term thinking. Now, for a lot of us who are listening to the show, and if you're listening to this episode right now, again, you're probably between 18 and 35, but if you're older, it's, it's the same thing still applies to all of us. We all want results right now. And we are not thinking about the long term. Trust me, again, all of this stuff I say, I am completely guilty of. And I'm able to relate to it because I'm very, very guilty of each. So I'm where you are. If you're sitting here thinking, I'm only thinking about now, it's the same with me. But again, 
after interviewing so many people on my podcast who are doing huge, huge things, I've learned that all of them thought about the 10-year period. They did not think about tomorrow. And I will relay this to a podcast, but you can apply this to any project. So if you were going to start a podcast tomorrow, you know, when we're thinking about it, we're thinking, oh, we're going to be huge. We're going to get a thousand views, a million views. Our life is going to be liberated and boom, it's, it's going to just be a rocket ship. But then you put out that first episode and you got one view, maybe two. And those views were your mom and your best friend. You're going to be disappointed. Everyone's disappointed. I get disappointed whenever I have a podcast that doesn't perform as well as I would like it to. But that way of thinking is so wrong in so many ways. Because I've told myself that I will be doing this podcast for the next 10 years. And this is a huge competitive advantage, by the way, and I'll get into that later. But I've told myself I'm going to do this podcast for 10 years. That is, if I do 50 episodes a year, one a week, a little less than one a week, I might have to take some breaks. If I do 50 episodes a, week, a, a year for 10 years, I'm producing 500 episodes. Is that math correct? Yes, that's correct. So what is one out of 500? It's nothing. I just need to take the learning from what performed well or what didn't perform well and apply it to the next one. And the next one hopefully will do a little bit better. But if it doesn't, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. So if you look at, I'm thinking about this from a 10 year perspective and not a one month, two month, three month perspective, everything becomes easier. Everything becomes less stressful. And stress will just hamper you from being the most productive version of yourself. And again, this is something that I suffer with. I, I, you know, I wake up some mornings and I'm like, shit, I'm not doing enough. You know, there's more to do. I should have done this, that, and the other. But that stress is, is robbing energy from me. And it's preventing me from doing what I want to do later in the day. So it's super counterproductive. So if I constantly focus that 10 years from now, I'm going to be doing this and every episode, I'm going to have a little bit of an iteration and improve a little bit every single time over 500 episodes. I'm 500 times better. Again, I'm awful at math. So I, I know that math doesn't work out, but you get the point. I am so much better over 500 episodes. Over a 10 year period, I'll be in a completely different place with everything with podcasting. And here's why going back to the competitive advantage point, it is huge if you think long term. Let's say you started a podcast tomorrow or a blog or a business or whatever it is, right? Your competitors in the space are thinking about now are thinking about today. And if you're able to say, I'm not thinking about today, I'm thinking about 10 years from now, you will innovate, you will stay patient, you will make the right decisions, you will not do shady, silly marketing tactics to get you up there for a second that will just drop you down. There's a lot of things in marketing where you could do to just get your podcast listened to by spamming and all this kind of stuff, but you're not building a following. 
And that will crash down and burn down very quickly. And a lot of people do that because they are so interested in getting that candy. They want those numbers. They want to put it on their Instagram. You know, and, and, but the, the, they'll, they'll fail. They'll quit after a little bit because they'll realize, well, shit, this is not working out. I'm going to move on to the next thing. While you're trucking along, while you're trucking along, building a following, building listeners every single week. Maybe you're building one more per week, but that will compound and it'll go from one to two to three to four to five to six. And that compounding only happens at a certain point where your marketing flywheel starts to move on its own, where you don't have to push every single day. When somebody listens to your show or reads your blog and tells their friend about it, and that friend tells another friend, it takes time to get there. But if you're thinking long-term, you're going to be able to withstand the issues that come with it. At any age, this is the way you should think. Because nothing is going to happen instantly. And it happens for other people, yes. Some people get very lucky. But stop assuming that will be you. And if you keep doing it week after week consistently, you're putting yourself in a better position to get lucky. One of your videos, one of your podcasts, one of your blogs will go viral. But if you quit after two months, no, no chance it will. So think about everything from a long-term perspective because that'll save you disappointment, that'll save you stress, and that'll just be a huge competitive advantage over every single other person that is around you. So I hope that made sense. Again, please write to me on Instagram or email me. Both of those links will be in the description and show notes below. I would love to hear your thoughts on long-term thinking. And the last but certainly not least, I get asked a little bit about my routines and about my daily routines and my evening routines. So if you're interested, you know, stick around. That's what I'm going to walk you through right now. So routines are a very, very important part of my life. I'm very routine oriented. I get energy out of consistency and I build momentum over through consistency. And I rely on my routines to give me what I, again, say is momentum over motivation. Motivation is something that you will get on one morning and you'll, you'll, it's great. You'll do really well on that day, but motivation fades. What I'm looking for is momentum and momentum is built through routines that constantly give me energy every single day. Production, productivity brings me energy. So how do I get to that point? I'm very intentional, especially about my morning routine. I'm working on my evening one. So I'll tell you how my morning looks exactly. I wake up after nine hours of sleep. So regardless of when I went to bed, I'm waking up in nine hours. That is a non-negotiable. Sometimes I wake up earlier just naturally and I don't fight it, but usually it's nine hours. So usually I sleep at around 11 and I wake up at eight in the morning. As soon as I get up, it takes me a little bit to power up and I get a lime juice, a hot lime juice mixed with water. And I sit and I just think for 30 minutes and I don't intentionally think about anything. I just let whatever thought is coming into my head, come into my head. And I'm looking at absolutely no devices. The phone isn't even in the room. I just let whatever is going to come in, come in. 
And then I do a little bit of meditation. And I do two forms of meditation. One is just your regular breathing in, breathing out. I do eight, I do, sorry, I do four seconds in, eight seconds out. And I'll do this for about 10 minutes. And then I'm also doing this thing called loving meditation where I just visualize the people in my life that I really, really care about achieving whatever they want to achieve and, and being happy. And this is something relatively new for me. And I, I, I've known about this for a while, but trust me, the value of that is, is just incredible. It's, it's like you wake up just and, and you, you feel so much energy because you visualized everybody in your life being happy and you're wishing that for them. And trust me, that, that brings you more energy than visualizing it for yourself. So that's what I do. And then I'll read for 30 minutes. I'll read whatever book that I'm thinking of. Um, and I specifically choose books because a lot of people have this question as well. How do you choose books to read? I specifically only read books that I have a question to answer at that particular moment. I do not read books just for the sake of it, right? Because I am very into the thought process of just-in-time learning. I hate the idea of just learning everything you can and trying to consume it. For me, that makes no sense. You're never going to remember it. Some people might. I don't have the memory to remember it. I need to take an information and actually use it. And then that information sinks in. So for example, right now I'm reading a book called The Million Dollar One Person Business. Because I really want to learn about how do you start a one-person business? How do you grow a one-person business? And that is answering specific questions that I have today and that I'm implementing today. So just-in-time learning, you should do this with all of your content. I highly recommend it. Whether it be a podcast, whether it be a book, whether it be an article, make sure that it's answering a question that you actually have. So after I've read for 30 minutes, I will begin my workout. And my workout is very intentional. I roll on a foam roller for 40 minutes. I make sure all my muscles are loose and lengthened and ready to go. I'll do a tiny bit of stretching and then I'll do a workout consisting of band workouts. So if you don't know what bands are, they're resistance bands that mimic, the, the mimic weights basically, but you're actually putting no strain of the weight that usually comes onto your body. So it's much better for your joints and it actually recreates movements that you would use in sport, whereas weights are very static movements. And I try to get my heart rate up very, very high every single morning. I want it to at least touch 170 and 160 beats per minute in the morning quite a few times. So I will work out for about 30 to 40 minutes on top of the foam rolling. And then I'm good to start my day. I shower, I shave, I brush my teeth, and I'm ready to work. And that energy from the morning, from reading, from just listening and thinking to working out, seriously provides me so much energy. And the other thing I do that's throughout the day is I practice intermittent fasting. So I only eat for two hours in a two hour window every single day. So I fast for 22 hours. That is, I eat from six to 8 p.m. And a lot of people will say, oh, why do you do that? That sounds so unhealthy, blah, blah, blah. Again, think for yourself. This is what works 
for me and my body type. It may not work for you. And if it, I, I think you should try it. But if it doesn't work for you, you don't do it. But here's why it's such a life hack. On top of so many health benefits that are associated with it, it's a life hack. Because a lot of people eat three times a day. And if you're a single bachelor or bachelorette, that means cooking three times a day. That means cleaning three times a day and actually eating three times a day. That's four hours of your day spent to eating. That absolutely makes no sense to me. And also, there's a little bit of a crash after you, after you eat because your body takes so much energy to digest food, especially carbohydrates. So you're actually spending, including that recovery time, five hours of your day in eating related activities. That sounds, that, that's absurd to me and I cannot justify that in my life with what I'm trying to achieve. So what I do is I cook once, I clean once and I eat once. It's a one hour thing. It saves me four hours of my day. And because I've fasted for some reason, I feel that the body just digests the food quicker because it just says, I need those nutrients, give it to me. And I, I, will, I think I'll do a whole episode on intermittent fasting because I, it's, it's really so fascinating. And I'll walk you through my literally my entire process. But that is another uh, routine that I have throughout the day. And now going on to my evening routine and we'll wrap up here. I, I haven't perfected my evening routine. I'm still, I, I'm still not where I want to be. What I want my ideal routine to be, I'll tell you what I do versus what my ideal is. My ideal is I, as soon as I'm done with work, with my final call, whatever time it is, I shut off my laptop, I shut off all devices, and I just sit for an hour. Recreate what I've done in the morning, and I just sit and I just let the ideas and thoughts and everything from the day just come to me and just try and process it all and come up with some sort of conclusion and maybe do some journaling and write down how I feel the day went and then just sit and think about nothing and then let myself either read a fiction, definitely not nonfiction because I don't want to get my brain working, but fiction to just get my, you know, get my juices flowing, get me feeling like in a dream state and then go to bed. That is my ideal evening routine. What I do right now is I close my laptop, I put on my phone, I reply to all my Instagram DMs. Again, this is really, really bad. I reply to all my Instagram DMs, you know, which takes like 30 minutes because I do want to be interacting with you. So it's super important for me. And, but it, it's also, it affects my, my sleep. So I need to really think about how do I move that in my day. So I reply to all my Instagram DMs and I listen to a podcast while I do stuff like the dishes, while I do some last little bit of cleaning up before I go to bed, and then I, I fall asleep to a podcast. And um, yeah, that's not ideal. It's really not ideal. I, I'm telling you that. I'm, I'm trying to move from that into my ideal state, which I just told you. But slowly I will get there and I'm trying not to put too much stress on myself to get there. So I, that's how I think you should think about your routines. Build your ideal routine based on testing and what works for you and slowly get there and do not put stress on yourself if you don't make it there. You will eventually, again, think long-term, you will be there. Let's not make this you know, a sprint to get there. Slowly, slowly, slowly you'll get there. It took me a long time to get my morning routine down, but now that's just automatic. 
Now it's time to get that done with my evening routine. So I would love to know your morning routines, your evening routines. I really love learning about this. So please message me on Instagram and again on email with your routines. I really, 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 really want to know what you do and I want to see how I can apply what you do into my life. And also I will share that knowledge with everybody who is listening. So this has been a long one and it's been a different one. Let me know if you've liked this format of the podcast. If you like it, I will start doing this kind of solo podcasting thing more often. And yes, we're going to wrap up there, everybody. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, make sure to message me and hit me up on Instagram and please follow the podcast. Subscribe if you like it. We're going to do really, really big things coming up. We're having some amazing people on the show very, very soon and we're ramping up the quality. I'm buying whole new equipment and we're really taking this podcast to the next level in the next two months. You're going to see a huge difference between what is today of March 28th and what is two months from now. I promise and I guarantee you that. And I thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day ahead. Talk to you all later.